Welcome to the Startup East podcast. I'm Holly Chisholm, Program Coordinator with InnovaCorp. Today, I'm speaking with Gavin Andrews, co-founder and CEO at Mabel Systems. In this episode, we're going to dig into how they shifted into new industries, accelerated their product development, and benefited from support systems in Nova Scotia. Let's hear Gavin Andrews' startup story. This podcast is brought to you by InnovaCore. From incubation to acceleration and beyond, we find, fund, foster innovation that strives to change the face of business in Nova Scotia. Great things are happening on the East Coast of Canada. Welcome back to Startup East. I'm Holly Chisholm, Program Coordinator with InnovaCorp, and we're here with Gavin Andrews, who's the CEO of Mabel Systems. So what made you start your company? So it, it actually started right here. We were in the InnovaCorp office, and uh, it was the uh, Snow White Laundry Challenge that you yourself, Holly, and Bob Pelly put on. And that kind of gave us our first customer. So at that time, we just kind of, we said, you know what, this is kind of in our wheelhouse. This is something that I've done before. And we got to work with the people at Snow White Laundry and the laundry mat they have in Moncton. And we uh, kind of determined what they were working on and what the problems they were having. And we kind of just took that one on. And it was really great to get a first customer. In the end, we decided that it wasn't really a product that we could launch further. And that was okay. It was a nice step-offing point where we were just just starting out. It was really great to get our feet wet. But as we were doing it, we, you know, we've been talking to other customers during that time, and we kind of found that there was other needs in uh, different industries, similar problems, but just a different customer base. And so we had people in the seafood industry kind of just tap us on the shoulder and say, we kind of need something just like this. I started meeting with people. I went to some plants and found out that, you know, I have my own experience in food production. I used to live in Australia where I worked in the almond industry and pistachios. And uh, I've realized, you know, the seafood industry isn't that much different. They have the same problems. It's a different product, but at the end of the day, they have very similar problems that they're facing. So uh, it was, it was really great. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, we started with laundry. (laughs) It's been kind of a fun journey to where we're at now. So tell me a bit more about your move into seafood and what that looked like for the company. So we were doing the project. Um, I was traveling back and forth to Moncton with the laundry project. And as we were finishing up that product, we were talking to different people in the seafood industry. And we realized that they had similar problems. They wanted to track their inventory. But looking back at my experience in the almond and pistachio industries in Australia, we realized that their problems were very similar. You know, the processes are actually quite similar in that they receive product either from the fields or from the oceans, and they they grade them into different grades, they store them, they pack them, they ship them. So the process is actually quite similar. And we realized that, you know, with my experience in agriculture and then also my co-founder's background in technology, that we were able to tackle this problem fairly effectively. So yeah, we ended up talking with a few customers and we picked up a really great early customer that really helped us build our product out. They told us exactly what they wanted. They knew the problems they wanted to tackle with the product. And through that process, we were able to get something off the ground and it's it's been a, a wild ride so far. And the fishing industry here, the people 
that are running these plants and owning these businesses, they're in a spot right now where they're all interested in getting better. And that's really important, I think, when you're doing a product like this is that rather than trying to convince people that they need you know, new technology, they are actually coming to us and saying, here, we've got these problems. Can you solve them? So it's actually a really great time to be in this industry. And there's a lot of great companies out there that are willing to work with a new company coming up. So it's been really great. That's awesome. So it sounds like you really hit the ground running, Gavin, with your company. Do you want to tell us a bit about what your background is and sort of how, why you decided to start your own company? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, uh, I went to university in the States. I went to the, the University of Georgia. I lived in Georgia for quite a long time. And going back, you know, I had friends that owned, uh, you know, peach farms and pecan farms and it kind of been around agriculture quite a bit. But my degree is actually in microbiology. I enjoyed biology um, and the sciences. But then after I graduated, I've kind of bounced around a bit from job to job. I lived in Taiwan for a while. I moved to Alberta. I was working in the oil and gas sector for a little bit. And I was traveling and I ended up in Australia. And that's where I was actually picking oranges at the time. And I dropped off my resume at an almond plant. And uh, tell you what, I'm not good at picking oranges. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to rely on that. So yeah, I'm pretty bad at it. So I was dropping my resume off at an almond plant. And it just so happened that they were in the need, you know, there was in the industry, not so much at that business, but in the industry, they were having a, a pretty terrible year. There was floods and and when floods happen in Australia, everything kind of falls apart. There were locusts and, and all kinds of things going on. <laughs> you know, it was biblical. And so um, they were having a, a, a poor quality year. Um, they were having micro issues. So what they had me come in and do was set up a micro lab. Uh, so that we could test for food safety problems so that they could handle that locally rather than relying on external labs. And as I did that, I started working inside the business quite a lot. And I had quite a opportunity to kind of go from end to end. You know, I ended up working on everything from fumigation processes to, of course, micro pasteurization and then vision uh, grading machines. Uh, we had multiple vision grading machines and it was really great to work on so many different projects. And then as we started building it out, I started building inventory systems. We ended up doing sales forecasting. And that's when we really started keeping track of everything that was going on in the plant. And it just started streamlining everything. And it was just a really great thing to go through to see kind of going from a bad year, uh, year one, and at the end of year three, it was a complete streamlined operation. And people were coming to work with their heads up high a little bit, you know, it was just, it was kind of nice to go through that process and like fix all these problems one by one and then see the outcome of it. And especially, you know, on the sales side, just becoming more predictable and to be able to schedule and forecast sales, that was a huge plus and it really changed the operation. You know, it wasn't, there were no more surprises. So that was really great. And so now working in seafood, I'm, I'm seeing that process happen again in a lot of these companies. I'm seeing where they're, you know, they want to improve. They want to know what's going on in their plant. And I know that eventually it's going to get down to the point where we'll be able to take the data that we're getting and to be able to improve sales and forecasting and scheduling in a way that, you know, they'll be a real 21st century company. That's awesome. So do you want to go into a little bit more about what the technology is that you've been building out mm -hmm. and how it's sort of helping solve your customer's pain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we when we started, going back to laundry, we were using RFID um, tags to track laundry. Then 
when we move to seafood, we are also using RFID. Now, RFID is really, really great. It's very, it's a solid technology. It's been around for decades. What we found, though, was when when you take a product and you're receiving it, you're still having to collect that data. If it's the grower or the fisherman or the buyer, you're still having to gather that data. So even though you're automating the product coming in, you're still having to ask the people on the ground to actually type the information in or write it down and input it later. And so we can see a lot of these technologies, they benefit the people in the office, they get the information right away, but you're still burdening, you're putting the burden on the operators that are on the floor. They still need to, you know, they're not writing the stuff down anymore, they're typing it in. And so we, even though like we've started with RFID, RFID is great if you're moving product that you already know from one room to another, or you're moving it from a loading bay onto a truck. It works really, really great. But as soon as you're trying to transform anything, or if you're receiving or grading or packing, you're still relying on an operator to enter that stuff in. So what we're doing, we're actually taking computer vision technology, which is a fairly new technology, but it's it's a solid technology. And we are taking the burden of writing stuff down or typing stuff in on the operator level, we're removing that completely. So now the operator, when they're receiving product, all they have to do is slap a label on and we can collect all the data off that label. Um, as it moves through the plant, we can follow it automatically. So if they put it in you know, a different row or a different room, we can automatically track that. So the computer vision, uh, that's what we started on this year. Um, and it's been Really great to become very, very familiar with that technology, and it's been working great for us so far. So, yeah, I'm really excited about where this is taking us. And then it also is a technology that's going to allow us to build on as well. RFID, it's really great for moving stuff, like I said, but that's about as far as it's going to go. With the computer vision side, we'll be able to collect a lot more metrics and data along the way, even into the future. You're listening to Startup East, a podcast highlighting Nova Scotia's startup community, brought to you by InnovaCore. Our target sectors include information technology, clean technology, life sciences, and ocean technology. We're especially interested in deep technology opportunities, which we define as technology based on a scientific discovery or new engineering innovation. We find, fund, foster innovation that strives to change the world. And we love a good startup story. This series features entrepreneurs building technology companies in Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening in. So the customer in Moncton, they have a big laundromat. It's not just a coin laundry. It's it's a, a big operation. They service a lot of hotels. There's a lot of hotels in Moncton. And a lot of them don't do their own laundry. They send it out. And so what we were attacked with was to track whose laundry was going where. And so really at the end of the day, the customer was really interested in making sure that they picked up so much laundry at that hotel today. And then tomorrow they brought back the same amount. They wanted to show their customers how organized they were. And when you're dealing with laundry, it's kind of hard to do that. You know, it's even if you think about laundry, uh, it comes in wet It goes out dry. So you can't even weigh it and say, you know, this is how much laundry came in. So they had to do it on a a account basis. And nobody wants to count hundreds of towels 
And then there's the question of, you know, how trustworthy it is. So when we started, that's the task that we had was to make sure that, you know, when laundry came in, we counted how much came in and then how much was dropped off at the location. So it, it was a great first project and it was great to get our feet wet. And again, that was another owner that was just very helpful in getting us off the ground. They provided proper feedback and met us halfway. So it was really, really great project to start with. I think it's really interesting to see how you went from tracking laundry into like designing your own sort of computer vision system. And I don't know if you want to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about the camera that you guys have worked on over the last couple months. Yeah, it's funny where, you know, a lot of people start with a technology and then they try to find the solution that they want the technology to solve. You know, we're coming from a different angle where we're trying to solve a problem. You know, we actually started with a problem in a different customer base. Now we've changed customers and then we changed technology because it's the same problem essentially, but we're using just the technology to, we've always tackled the same problem. And so I thought, you know, each company has a different story. And, and I think that's, you know, each people, every, everybody has a different uh, journey. And I think it's important, you know, not to think that there's only one way to, to do something. Um, as far as the camera, so we started designing a, a, a camera and I'll, I'll tell you why we started designing it. There was nothing off the shelf. Uh, something that I've also found out by doing this is that you assume that maybe you can take something off the shelf and you can put it together with a system. But Seafood plants are harsh environments. You know, they're wet with salt water. Salt water eats everything. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, you know, there's bins moving around, there's operators, there's forklifts, things get banged up. We know that. And when you look out on the landscape of what's out there, there's uh, not many products that are built for that kind of environment. And when you look at the ocean sector, I think this is something that we all have to deal with is that we are probably dealing with the most harshest environments other than maybe, you know, space. (laughs) So, yeah, we started designing our own camera and just luckily we we also received some funding through the InnovaCorp Sprint program as well as the Ocean Supercluster startup uh, program. And through that, we were actually able to uh, kind of accelerate our development. We we're going to kind of patch things together, but because we were we were recipients of that funding, we've actually accelerated what we're doing and we've gone into developing our own hardware, which uh, it, it just is ambitious, but it, it is pretty fun to do. And I think it's going to fit our customers' needs a lot better than kind of a, a hack together solution. It's actually very purposely made for this industry. And so we're pretty excited about that. And uh, it's really exciting to be building something for this industry. That's awesome. So I guess, why do you think starting a company in Nova Scotia or maybe Atlanta, Canada might be a better way to frame it is a good idea? <laughs> well, I mean, just off the bat, there's a lot of support around you know there's on every level there's organizations and people out there wanting to help you so we've been very fortunate uh you know starting off with the nova corp with the laundry challenge and then you know with this more recently the sprint challenge but even well before that i've known bob belly uh yourself and permjot valia for quite a while and you've all helped us out from day one so the three of you have helped us a lot here in sydney and then there's also a lot of people across the province. You know, Paul Richards at uh, Wolfville, he's also helped us out quite a bit. And then also on top of that, the academic institutions around here are fantastic. So, you know, our first hire 
came out of a project that we were doing with Acadia. So he was working on a project with us, you know, and it was Paul Richards that actually introduced us to um, the team there at Acadia's Institute of Data Analytics. As I was kind of describing what we wanted to do, Paul pointed us in that direction and we started working with that team and they were great. You know, they were the ones that kind of said, yes, this is definitely doable. They, they kind of gave us the uh, thumbs up, said, yes, this is doable. Go for it. And we started working on a project with them. And then the student that we were working with, he, uh, his name's Justin Hiltz. He took it on. And as he graduated this year, he joined the team. So it was, it's really great. So, you know, um, and even in past positions that I've been in, you know, our universities are great places to recruit talent. We have a lot of young, bright people coming out. And so I would say it's obvious a, a benefit, but, you know, also um, I'm going through the Propel Accelerator right now. That's been amazing. So pretty much daily contact with uh, Charlotte Murray. Uh, she's my Propel coach and they've been great. They've really kind of pushed me into places that I'm not, you know, as a founder, you're kind of pushed into things that you're not comfortable with. You have your own comfortable places that you like to live. But as a founder, you have to do all these things that might not come natural to you. So having a coach to kind of push you into those things, I think is really important. So, I mean, here in Atlanta, Canada, we have so many things going for us. And on top of that, you know, NRC IRAP and ACOA have, uh, they've kind of built this environment that is really healthy for a new company. And somebody who's lived in the United States too, um, it's, you know, talking to other people and other places, starting companies, uh, it's a lot easier, I'd say, to start a company here than it is um, elsewhere. Yeah, we like to try and wrap our arms around all the companies <laughs> in Atlantic Canada, for sure. Yeah. So I hear that you have recently gone through a rebranding. Yes. Do you want us to tell us a bit about that and mm -hmm. what it looks like? The new company is called Mabel Systems. So when we first started, we called ourselves Tracker Inventory Systems. I kind of had a vision that we weren't going to stick to a certain product. So I'm glad we didn't name it like Laundry Tracker or something like that. But I still thought it was not, it didn't have a lot of personality. It didn't have a lot of meaning. And so it was kind of a placeholder. I even felt like that at the, at the beginning. It was always a placeholder. And so as we've kind of developed our ideas and our technology and moving into this, this we wanted something that kind of felt a little bit more authentic. So uh, being a Cape Bretoner, being somebody who's uh, trying to build a new product, there's Alexander Graham Bell and Mabel Bell who lived the later part of their lives and are, are, um, their home is still here in Cape Breton. And uh, they're an inspirational story. And it's a, it's a bit of a, you know, I love the story. When they came here, they had a lab on the Bedore Lakes out near Bedeck. And they, you know, they were designing airplanes and all kinds of inventions. And she was in the lab just as much as he was. And it's just an amazing story. And she was kind of the rock for Alexander Graham Bell. Like he was a bit of the eccentric inventor. And uh, she was the one, I think, that kept him on track of it. And so even where our product is, we're not supposed to be, uh, you know, the star of the show, really. You know, our customers, we're there to support our customers. So there's a little bit of that, too, that we want to be a strong support and the bedrock to make them look good and to make them excel. So, you know, and I just love the story. And it's it's just a throwback to a time in the early uh, 1900s when, you know, innovation was alive here in Atlanta, Canada. And 
you know, and I think we're going into another period of that. When you look around, I think that we're on, we're definitely on the upswing right now. And to think that we could be in another time like that, I think is uh, really exciting. And if we, you know, think more like that, it's definitely possible. Yeah. So I, I love the new name. Yeah, I love it too. And I know a lot of people don't realize um, how much of a driving force Mabel was. She really was the entrepreneur <laughs> in that couple. And Alexander was definitely the inventor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it, and it was Mabel's father that was the kind of the money man yeah. for Alexander Graham Bell. And uh, I think he forced him <laughs> to invent the telephone or yeah. he wasn't going to be able to Mabel, uh, marry Mabel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He definitely forced him to uh, bring it to market, if nothing yeah, else. Yeah, that's right. I think we all need a bit of motivation, but that might be a going a little too far. Yeah. Um, so where do you see Mabel Systems in five years? Right. And I think, you know, also with the name change, it kind of gives us room to grow a bit where I think maybe the the first name was pretty literal. Um, this is kind of, it kind of gives us a little bit of room to grow. And as I'm looking at, you know, these manufacturing food production environments, inventory is just one piece of it. It's just one thing that we can start tracking and it makes sense to a lot of people. You know, our vision for Maple Systems is to really become, you know, what we're calling it is the industrial engineer in the cloud. We think that there's a lot, you know, this camera technology is very versatile. It's only going to get better. It's only going to get smarter. And the more that we can use that and leverage that technology to, you know, record more metrics and, and give more data to the people who are running the show, that they can start driving by the numbers and then, you know, like I was saying, you know, things can get more predictable, uh, you know, more stable, and then we can optimize and, and forecast and, you know, have a good handle and control over your system. So, you know, having that industrial engineer in, in the cloud, I, I've, that's what we're driving towards. And so in the next five years, that's where we want to take it. You know, inventory, it's like the heartbeat of the patient, but it's not the only input or output that we have. So I think we're going to expand our offering. And I think it's going to be, you know, something that people are just really going to want to click on and look at every single day or every minute just to make sure that things are working the way they should. You know, there's no surprises and, you know, lower product loss, become more efficient and just know what's going on in the plant. I think we, uh, if we're going to be harvesting and growing all these things, it's just a tragedy just to see where things get lost. And the more efficient and productive and the lower we can keep our product loss, I think that's good for everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know that sometimes we sensationalize being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't know, of course, we definitely applaud people that take the jump. But do you have any advice to give to someone that might have an idea or see something that they know they have a solution to, but they're nervous to take the plunge? You know what? It's one of those things that um, you don't know until you try, right? And um, I think everything I've done, I've calculated risk. And uh, I've always done that with any decision. You know, I've always thought about, you know, what's the worst that can happen, right? And I think we always think that the worst is really bad, but the worst really isn't that bad, right? Like at the end of the day, you know, if you want to do it, I think you should give it a shot because at the end of the day, you might lose a year or two of your life, but, you know, you learn something in the process. So that's the worst case scenario. You know, that's saying like, oh yeah, you know, through lots of startups fail. The best case scenario is of course, it's humongous, right? Like there's a tremendous upside to it as well. And I think even, you know, even trying something and just going for it, you learn so much. It's almost like, getting a degree. You walk away, you know, like I would have never gotten the experience to do sales and marketing 
and you know customer discovery that I've been doing now. And the experience in itself has been useful. It has been stressful. <laughs> you know, it, there are the ups and downs, and even the the mental game of doing this. It's a learning experience, and to keep your motivation going, and and to get up every day and keep going. It's quite the experience, and I, I would say. The downside is not that bad, you know, and I think a lot of people are scared of things that they shouldn't be scared of. It's just calculate, you know, what you got and kind of just evaluate it and, and go into it. I, I I can't say enough about it. I think it's a great experience and um, I'd highly recommend it. That's great advice. Hopefully you'll inspire someone to, <laughs> to start building a product. Um, is there anything else that you want to add? Well, I'd just like to thank yourself and Bob Pelly and Permjavalia, you guys have been great support. I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for you guys. You know, I was coming to Tech Socials well, well before um, I decided to do this. And I think that was kind of where the idea kind of, it's like, okay, you know, I was, I'll just say, I did not always want to start a business. I think a lot of people think that if you're an entrepreneur, you're born an entrepreneur. I think it's a good point to think, you know, I graduated university and I not even an inkling of me wanted to start a business. It wasn't until I started being around entrepreneurs and starting to learn from them and seeing like, oh yeah, they're like me, you know, <laughs> and they just saw an opportunity and they're growing for it. And those, you know, we're not doing as much social things nowadays, which is unfortunate because I think that's where the ideas started springing up in my head. But I think that's going to change. And I think just going out and meeting people and meeting other people who are doing this kind of thing, if you are interested in it, reach out to me. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with you reaching out to me and, um, or reach out to Holly and Bob and we have a lot of opportunity here and um, it doesn't hurt just reaching out. I think that's a great point. I sometimes have people come to me with questions and they're always afraid to share their idea. But I think talking about it and asking those questions and just getting as much information as you can helps people make the leap into entrepreneurship. Yeah. And um, sharing your idea, I think, is a good idea. Execution is definitely uh, more difficult. So, and sharing your idea, you get feedback on it. And I'm still getting feedback on, you know, between everybody that I talk to and with Propel and the Ocean Supercluster and even talking with my customers, you're always getting feedback and you have to be open to that. And, uh, you know, if it's critical, then you figure out the objections and you adapt and you figure out why that is and is it right or maybe just the way the messaging is coming across. So, yeah, I think uh, sharing sharing is an important part. That's awesome. Where can we tell our listeners to find more about Mabel Systems? Yes, the new website is www.mablesystems.com. And um, yeah, if you want to talk to me, we have a form on there or you can email me at gavin at mablesystems.com. Awesome. Thank you, Gavin, for joining us Thank today. Thank you very much, Holly. And thanks for listening to Startup East. If you're interested to know more about Innovacorp, check us out at innovacorp.ca. Innovacorp works with high-potential Nova Scotia startups. Discover more about how Innovacorp can be a partner in your venture at innovacorp.ca. Together, we can change the face of business in Nova Scotia.